Hey, it's Trey D. Welcome back. Always thank you for coming here. On Friday on our YouTube, we released our We Love Spotlight with Andino Christopher. Andino, please say the Andino. This right here is the most rawest form uncut because we went live on YouTube and Twitter. They got the second half and then we posted the first half on YouTube on Friday. But this is the full thing, raw, uncut. Sit back, enjoy it. Get to know Christopher Andino. Please say the Andino. And thank you all for always listening. We'll see you Wednesday, Women on Wednesday, and Friday for another We Love Spotlight. What's going on? Sandino, Christopher Andino, always say the Andino. And if I love wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling. Welcome to We Love Wrestling. You know, this is our new series we call We Love because we love everything that we bring it on right now. You know, we got somebody, if you're in the DMV area, you know, he's from New York, but he's in the DMV area. Um, if you've been seeing his stuff, you know, he's a hoodlum, he's a thug. <laughs> That's how they describe him on camera. Nah, we got uh, one of the funniest people. Well, he told me one of the funniest people. I know, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Christopher and Dino. How are you doing today, sir? Uh, blessed and highly favored. <laughs> I feel you, Andy. I'm <laughs> so, black. I'm he, black. So He's black. There That's is. the best part. That's the best part. That's part of it. So before yeah. we get into it, uh, the first question I always ask is, why do you love wrestling or what started your love for wrestling? Uh, my love for wrestling started probably as soon as I could register my consciousness, not even to be dramatic. Um, it was the first thing that I was watching because, um, I was in DR with my grandmother until I was old enough to go to school. And my dad was sending over, um, comic books and wrestling magazines. So that's, it was that and like dated old Lucha Libre at my grandma's house is all I was watching. So that's all I had, honestly. So I didn't think, I didn't, until I came back to New York, I didn't know that there was other TV other than wrestling. Mm. So yeah, I didn't really even watch anything else entertainment wise otherwise. So yeah. Okay. So how do you get into wrestling? You know, if, uh, from everything that you was doing? Because I heard you had a, a chance to play baseball. But you yeah, yeah. Um, I was playing baseball um, like off the rip, like elementary school. Like I did it all, like T-ball, Little League. Uh, we <laughs> we missed the game uh, to get in on the whole like little Little League showcase thing. Uh, we, my parents always wanted me to play baseball because Puerto Rican and Dominican, if you couldn't tell by the, by the, <laughs> I got them both right here. Um, but so we always thought baseball was it for me. And I always wanted to be a wrestler, but, you know, my family always wanted me to do the more practical thing. So, and then an opportunity struck and I took it. Cool, cool. So, I said earlier, you're in the DMV area. Mm -hmm. you're from New York. Yeah. Uh, where did you start training at? Or who's who trained? 
I started training at um, Riot City in Sykesville, Maryland, um, under Sickened. He um, he was already working and training some guys that I had already known personally, and that's kind of where that came from. Um, we, me, and a bunch of people, um, we were we were wrestling like we were yarders, obviously, like. You know, a lot of a lot of people try to act like yarding isn't a thing, but some of like the best known wrestlers in the world have all yarded at some point or another. It's a it's a large group of people, like some of the best ever. Like people love Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay was a yarder. Chris Hero, Seth Rollins, they were all yarders. People forget that. Um, so we, me and some and a big group of friends were uh yarding for well, they were yarding longer, but I was doing it for about two years. And then when uh, a friend of mine, Nick Anarchy, he went to Riot City first, told me it was legit and he was helping him get booked and he was teaching him a lot. And, um, you know, let's go. Um, we tried to get the whole group to come. They BS'd. I, I knew what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. So I was like, well, I'm going. Either y'all coming with me or not. And not a lot of them did. I didn't care. So that's how that happened. Describe the uh, the yarding experience because I've talked to a few people and you know they talk about it. Mm -hmm. You don't really hear people talk about backyard wrestling like that because if people like frown upon it, like and they act like it's not a real thing. And my whole thing is, I look at yarding like and one basketball. Like you know, like yeah, it's not the league, um, and you know, in a lot of cases, them and one guys weren't getting money for real, um, but. When you look at if you if you ever bothered to watch an and one mixtape, you ever notice there's some guys that you look at and like he could play in the NBA. Like there's guys like that. And our situation was very similar because how we were yarding compared to a lot of people was very different. We actually had like a legitimate ring. And we weren't just coming up together and then putting on a bunch of ridiculous matches. We were legit constructing stories and putting stuff together and act like we had an act like we had a guy who was in the position of a booker and all that other stuff. And we legit were like trying to make it look like a real show. And you might've seen some of it on Twitter. There've been some people that have resurfaced some of those videos and some people organically thought that it was an indie. So I guess we didn't good enough job <laughs> that there's people out there. Cause it's all on YouTube that people thought that we were an indie. So we were a bunch of untrained, decent guys with obvious like, all right, if we if you shape this and scratch that and you can actually do the pro wrestling thing correctly. And I think that was a lot of us. So we took it and ran. So you start you, you start training, you do backyard and everything. So mm -hmm. you also do a lot of other things in wrestling. Did like constructing and putting storylines together while you was backyarding. Did that go into like helping you on the other side of the camera? Yeah, I um, so because we didn't have people to do all the other stuff, like we didn't have a camera crew or anything like that. So we were, we were our own refs. We were our own cameramen. We were our own commentators. So I used those inadvertent teachable moments to like help me with my speaking, with uh my interviewing style. 
um, it's if you've ever been in the position of being a referee, it actually even helps you when you're the wrestler in the ring because you know you especially in one-on-one -on -one matches you're a lot of times you're only focused on your opponent because of all that time that i was doing refing as well it allows me to like open up my vision just a little bit more and like remember my referee like so like in a lot of my matches i try to use the ref because it's an it's a forgotten thing it's like hey there's a ref here so i try to do that and incorporate that and just just little like sprinkles of things that are forgotten that can be utilized well and especially since it's so uh, uncommon space you know people start treating you like you some kind of genius but really it's just well, people forget okay uh I'm, I'm just gonna run with what you said people start treating you like you some type of genius so let's mm. say <laughs> i'm watching a movie right mm. uh, about your career what mm. movie would depict your career and who's playing you um <laughs> um dang no that's a great question i, I like them off ball questions like that uh if there's a movie that i could think of uh training day it would be training day um and i would need someone who can actually uh legitimately pass off as both black and hispanic so i'll go all the way i want denzel to play me <laughs> i want him to be talking spanish <laughs> like how he was in that movie and yeah and i and i still want to get shot up at the end yeah I yeah <laughs> the whole way the whole way through <laughs> i want everything to go right and i still want to get shot up at who the will end. put the bullet in you at the end then uh chris kazama Ooh. Chris Kazama would put the bullet in me. Um, yeah. Basically, everyone behind um, the the booking, promoting, and social media team of Fight. They, so John, Jamila, Pop, Tyreek, and Kazama, all of them would line up and shoot me. They would they would murder me because I, because I know the headache that I am for them. And so one day, if they could legally get away with shooting me, they absolutely would. Let's talk about Fight Club. We we here. We gotta talk, talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh, so you was telling me something funny. You know, I, I went to my mm -hmm. first Fight Club event. And yes. Then, uh, I think Kazim, that's his name. We were cool. arguing. Um, oh, Kazama, Kazama, Kazama. Kazama. You said you could Christian hear Christian Harris, but everyone calls him Kazama. You said you could hear us arguing on the thing. Yeah, yeah, Andino came out, and let me just put y'all in the mode, right? So Andino come out. I'm like, this is my people right here. You know what I'm saying? Let's go, Andino. <laughs> let's do this thing. Right. And the people like, boo, we ain't doing that. And I'm like, yep. Damn. This this yeah. what we're doing out here. So I mean, explain that relationship. Why? I mean, you've done some. <laughs> you've done some things at Fight Club, but explain to the people how y'all got here. Where they. Um, so, so to put a, for, for those that don't know, to put a, an understanding on the whole first and the 51st thing, I'll start there. Um, fight got created off of, I don't know if, I mean, I don't care. Fight got created off of a renig. Legit. Um, and you know, I'm terrible at spades, 
but I do understand that reneging is the worst thing you could do in spades. Facts. Right? Uh, and people get punched for reneging. Facts. Uh, so fight became a thing off the strength of a renege, which already by itself is crazy. Um, won't get into that, but that's just the facts. Um, the first round of the tournament for the Pan-African World Diaspora Wrestling Championship was recorded at, at, at another company that reneged on fight. So uh, people came together. Hey, do we still want to do this? Everyone agreed. Fight is created. Now, the promotion for the first show wasn't that great. So if you go back on IWTV and watch the second round of the tournament, not the, uh, the big show that everyone's aware of that happened in February pre-COVID, uh, the there's not a lot of people there. Um, you know, uh, so a lot of people weren't shooting with us in the gym. And I took that very personally because the amount of people on the socials that pretended to really, really be about what this championship represents, they waited to hop along on the train. And we made it clear that this train has a lot of seats. So like there's there's plenty of room. Um, and it wasn't until the success of that first show, which did not have all, on all, all over like the internets that then proceeded to have, you know, the large show where Trish won at the end and that big triple threat match and all that stuff. The big historic show that created the world title, right? I, from the inception of that situation, where everyone else was, you know, throwing their fists up in the air and we are the champions. I wasn't happy about it. I I, I felt disrespected for the team, for for all the for all the wrestlers, the performers, uh, and everyone, you know, behind the. I felt that, yo, why are we just like letting them clap it up like they've been here? Like I didn't like that, so I took it very seriously. Um, and I began to run with this narrative that was honestly not a narrative; it's a fact. Um, I was the first wild card. I was the first person um, when it was fight. I was the first person to come out and actually like do anything inside of that ring. Um, I was the first person to have a non-singles match. I was the I was the um, I was the first. It was a lot of firsts, so that was the whole thing. I just kept, I kept real. It was being brought to my attention that I did a lot of firsts. Um, I was the first championship match. People forget that the Chalker City Championship match was first, me versus Billy. So I began to, you know, on deaf ears, but I kept saying that um, to DC, I'm what they wish their sports teams were. Like, they, you, you guys. You, you don't love what you claim to love the way you do. You have all these things and all these opportunities. I think all the best wrestlers and the best wrestling comes from, is from, or makes their way to the DMV area. It's more specifically DC because it's the center. And I wanted to pass on this message. And because nobody was listening, I started doing things people didn't love like telling them the truth, like you guys only applaud things when they're successful. Like there's a lot of people in this area that they pretend like they're Nationals fans and Capitals fans. 
These people don't watch hockey. These people don't watch baseball. But as soon as those teams win championships, all of a sudden everybody's wearing Capitals hats. Like, no, you were wearing, you know, you know, you've never sat through nine innings of baseball in your life. You don't even know the rules of hockey. Like, stop it. You're a, you're a Wizards fan, and you're and you're and you're um. I think they changed their name, but you're a Washington Footballs team fan, okay? And guess what? They suck. They're gonna keep sucking. And all the people that are from DC don't play for those teams. And when they become free agents, they don't come home. Kevin Durant. Okay. I'm your best hope at a true Washington sports champion. And that truth upsets people because I'm not from here, but I treat this place like a home and I treat it better as a home than people from here do. And they don't like that reality. And that's coming from a guy who's from New York and New York is famous for treating their city like dog water. So <laughs> only because this just came up on my ass you since you know mm -hmm. you're from New York. Absolutely. Uh, Greatest place on earth in my opinion. Okay. Y'all still claiming Mano? I saw that. Um this was a question that was asked in our group thing that we do. I so, did see that. I did I actually just watched that before um coming in here. Um and I'm gonna be honest with you. There's a lot of things happening with some New York greats that is making it very <laughs> difficult to claim New York, like left and right. I can't go two weeks without something like that happening, where, where someone who is a New York staple says or does something flagrant. It's getting to the point where I'm going to do like every New Yorker that comes to money and just move somewhere else and not claim it. Like I already, I only don't live in New York because of the cost of living. Um, and now it's becoming a thing. I've always said when I, when I come to money, I'm going to move back to New York. Um, and if these kind of things like Mayno keeps happening, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm probably going to move to Jer probably going to go to like Jersey or something or like Florida, like every other rich New Yorker does. <laughs> like I, um, he's insane, but I know his background, so I'm not going to say too much. Because I, I still walk those streets. I'm actually going there next week. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. No problem. So I'm, I'm going I'm to intelligently watch my mouth. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, I wouldn't have said that. It's what I'm going to. That's, that's, and I disagree. That's what I got. <laughs> okay. So people coming here, we talking about everything. Um, <laughs> if I told somebody, yo, you need to check out Christopher Andino, what mm -hmm. match? would you direct them to or do you have like one or two matches you like you want to see what i can do these are the matches you should check out i would say um i'll give you different platforms just to make okay. it fun uh go on iwtv and mochella watch me against saul um because that match didn't have a crowd so you can hear us and um as you know i talk a lot um <laughs> And no crowd, like I actually, everyone else hated no crowd shows. I'm not one of those people. Um, I saw it as an opportunity. Um, so me against Saul Esparza, um, I love that match. Um, on YouTube, um, me against Tyler Moore against Bum Hayden at the first fight show, um, which was also the first triple threat match for fight. Another one. Um. That match I loved and hated because um, an 
an impromptu injury happened that was out of my control that happened between the other two performers. Um, so it was my first time having to face legitimate in-match adversity and having to move around it. So I'm very proud of how we cleaned that up. Um, on high spots uh, for C3W, it's myself against K.A. Robinson against another person. I forget his name, but um, I enjoyed that match a lot. Um, and this is me flexing that I've been on other networks. Um, <laughs> on Fight TV, <laughs> uh, you can you can you can you can go back and watch uh, Game Changer Wrestling, uh, the scramble match because of, it was probably the world's least cluster. Can we curse? Yeah, we can curse. Oh, it's the least cluster fucked um, cluster fuck match that I've ever seen, and I was a part of it, and I played a big role, and I'm very proud of that match. It was a seven man scramble, which is odd as fuck. And so, yeah, you can go on Fight TV and watch that one. So, yeah, you have options. Perfect transition. Gave you four four different platforms you can watch. Mm-hmm. I was going to go to the Florida Culture, you know, Mania Weekend. Was that your first Mania Weekend? That was my first time ever being at a Mania Weekend in general. How was being on Florida Culture? Because your match, it was slapping. Yeah. You even slapped PBs with the yeah, back yeah, of the Yeah, right, head. right. What, what an idiot. What, a, what an idiot. <laughs> But how was that match for you? Um, that match was scary. Um, I, I'll be I'll be transparent. Um, and you know I don't like to be humble because I think being humble is overrated. Um, but I will admit, because of how many, and if anything, first and foremost, shout out to I, I have to shout out AJ because I saw him like both having to scramble and get his own stuff together. And I can only imagine how much of a headache that is to both have to wrestle and manage other egos and personalities. So you got to worry about your match and then over a dozen other human beings and keeping everything and everyone, whether you're trying to keep them happy or not, but just in general, I can only imagine like he had three jobs that day and it was three very extraneous jobs. You had to go out there because imagine if he had a bad match on his own show. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? So he has to have a good match with a great performer in uh, Darius Lockhart. Um, you have to deal with all these possibilities of mess ups and stuff like that because, you know, there was no shows. There was um, people had issues flight wise and all, all kinds of stuff. Um, and, you know, our our. The, clus- the scramble match, who cares about that? We, we're here to watch the showcase matches that were postered and flyered out and stuff like that. And that's true. I'm not offended by that. It's just the reality. Um, nobody went to For the Culture to see Chris Andino. Duh. Um, but I, what I did, I assumed that the scramble match was going to be four to eight guys who are good but relative unknowns. Because that's usually what it looked like is what usually happens on these shows, but it ends up being, you know, you got Carly, PB, Michael Oku, um, Judiz. Honestly, me and Trey were the only guys who fit the bill of talented guys that are relative unknowns. Me and Trey were the only guys that, uh, Trey Shaw, that fit into that. Everyone else was, you know who these people are. You've seen these people. Um, So I didn't expect that. Um, and everyone was great. Um, I enjoyed, uh, having the opportunity to, to, to touch with all these people and everything like that. It was, it was really cool. 
Um, and yeah, I feel like in a crowd full of stars, I still found a way to shine. So I was proud of myself for that. And yeah. He's being so humble. Uh, when I, you feel came like I, out, my, I feel like I did my job. <laughs> when you came out, yeah. how did you feel? Because the crowd reacted to you when you came out. Yeah. Were you expecting that or? No, no, <laughs> not, not even a little bit. Uh, Cause that was only, that was only my third time using that song. Mm-hmm. So it's not like that song and me are like here yet. Understandably. So I didn't like, I knew Suge knew it right. because he was, he's been at, he's already been at a show where I came out with that song. So, but he's on commentary. He's not with amongst the people. Right. So when I watched it back and, you know, I could hear Suge's commentary that I, I expected that everyone else though, I didn't understand that. Like when the music, when the music first started and I heard people already screaming my name behind the curtain, I'm behind the curtain. Like I, I got my little like ritual I do. I'm like, I'm bowing my head and I hear that and it, like messed up my whole, like, <laughs> I was shocked. I was, I was honestly shocked. Um, thankful, thankful, uh, very, felt very blessed and um, privileged, but shocked, surprised, off guard. Didn't anticipate that at all. I was expecting a dead response. So, yeah. Lee Mania weekend, no dead responses. You get yeah. out here, you going around. I got to yeah. talk about it. Y'all look at the Instagram. I, I reposted what he said. He said he coming to show out in in Naptown for Naptown All Pro. Mm-hmm. You know, um, getting booked on that was supposed to happen back in February, but now it's yeah. here. How you Lucky feel him. About, <laughs> how you feel about touching new territories and everything? Um, I was supposed to be in Indiana, uh, pre-COVID, um, mm-hmm. because when, when, when COVID shut stuff down, um, people's money got tighter. So making certain shows and making a profit in certain regards became impossible. And I'm not one of these people that just says yes to bookings. And I don't mean that in some type of flex way. It's just in a, I'm, I'm an adult and I have bills. Some people can afford to come home in the red. I'm not one of, I'm not one of them. So at the end of the day, I, I live in the DMV. Indiana is, it'll take some money to get there. So the reason why that didn't happen sooner, because it was already, it was, it was a conversation already. It was strictly things changed, money changed, COVID happened. So no feelings were hurt. But then when that match gets announced in February, I'm like, bet. Uh, and I have this, I have this rule. Um, I don't lose to anyone white in February. Um, and Bradley wasn't about to break the rule. Uh, so as far as I'm concerned, this match was scheduled for February. So this is still a February match in my mind. So for, so for Bradley and company, uh, you know, I know he rolls with the Lost Boys and, you know, there are melanated brothers amongst this group. So they should tell him in advance how that works. But as, as far as I'm concerned, this is still a February competition. So, so, you know what I'm saying? I, I might, I might, I might brawl him in the do-rag. I'm not going to lie. Like he might have to see me with this do-rag on. And I've never lost a fight with a do-rag on that. Like that's a real truth. Like in my life, um, and that won't change because he's the third, the fourth, the seventh. No, 
No. Is, he's is good, you, though. He, he's good, though. Is you want a do-rag like Gray Hoodie Lux? Me and a do-rag is white t-shirt surf. Yeah. 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 Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. This is just battle rap, battle rap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Goodness, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I'm treating him like a Johnny Dang piece. Like, I'm, I respect what he brings to the table, and I'm taking him very seriously, and that's worse for him. So yeah, yeah. Naptown All Pro. Yes, uh, very excited for that. April thirtieth, thirty-eight, sixteen. Tinley yes. uh, Academy. It's in my hood. You know what I'm saying? First wrestling event ever I can go to that if I wanted to, I could walk to it. So nice. I'm not going to walk to it, but it's in my hood. <laughs> We're going to be there. Uh, if you can't be there, sponsor seat. You know, it's the curb gun violence on the Far East Side. It's with the Far East Side Community Center. Uh, $10 sponsor seat for King. I think, I, I think I'm doing it right. Is this, is this, was it this way or I don't, I don't, it's an N, it's something, but this, yeah. It's on like a shirt now or something. Go buy the shirt and like fund it so that I can get all my money. Do that again. I, I think this is it. What it's, is a, it's, a, it's an end, right? For what? For Naptown. I saw J Rose do it. I think this is the they they and they put it on a shirt. It's a neat shirt. Uh, I don't know if it's right hand one, left hand two, or I don't I don't know. It's one of it's one of them. I don't want to mess it up, so I'm gonna do them both. Um so, uh they do have merch, people. We both from <laughs> Far East Side. Yes, yeah, yeah. I've, I, Far East Side. We do this right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, using two hands to do a symbol is very off for me. Like, I don't I'm know about one, that. I'm used to one hand gang signs, so like two hand gang signs. Like even back in the day, it was like N that, A that, that's a little P. That feels um, right. That you you should talk to them. That's 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 not bad actually. We we two different generations, so that's all. I, like when I was out there, I don't know if I'd be doing it. I don't know if that how you know, I was taught. Like you know, well that's the, I'm I'm snitching on myself, but no, I, one, don't I, used, on yourself. I, used, I used one hand. I used one hand to throw up letters. That's <laughs> I used one hand to throw up letters. That's how I was taught. So I I mean uh, um. Take it out on Bradley, cause I don't. If you ever see me with the two and the, one, I don't know. Um, I might. I, I mean, he gonna get a one too, so that's okay. There it is. He gonna uh, get a one too. I talked to J Rose about that, cause I don't. I don't. Really I mean, it does look like an N, like on camera. Now that I actually look at it, it's an N. Yeah, it looked like yeah. an N. I just. It is there. I'm just. Not I guess they don't want to. I don't. I guess they don't want to gimmick infringe. Oh, the you see what I'm saying? Like maybe they just don't want a gimmick in French. Yeah, I get it. I get Nap it. Town. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you look like you don't feel comfortable doing it. I'm, I'm not doing that. Um, hey, nothing against it. It's all Nap Town. I'm, I'm no, of not, course. I'm just not doing that. Uh, <laughs> just get just get the shirt and just like throw the shirt up. See what I'm saying? You're like, mm. there's some shirts coming though. Um, yeah, I might I might get one if they got it at Naptown All Pro just to support, but two different generations, but it's all good. Um, yeah. and you know, I got to ask you, you know, I mean, we already been here for 30 minutes, I ain't felt like that. Um, 
Your name, you've been picking up a lot of uh, steam on spaces. You know what I'm saying? People see you on spaces doing your thing and everything. You got, you got, you got to talk about that avenue right there, man. Tell me, yeah. tell me about spaces. Uh, spaces was luck for me because, um, like, I made my Twitter in 2019 and didn't touch it. And then um, when COVID happened is when I actually started using my Twitter. And then, you know, then they make Twitter spaces. Um, many, uh, well, let me not say it like that. There are there are people out there that will tell you that I'm a, a terrible texter. Um, tweeting and texting to me are the same thing. I am a much better speaker. Um, I'd rather just call you real quick and tell you what I got to tell you and then hang up. Um, I know people hate that. Some people are like, oh, you could have just texted it to me. I'm like, but my texting is trash. Uh, so Spaces was an opportunity, and I didn't use it as an opportunity. I just got on Spaces because I was bored. And I was just myself and people latched onto it. And then what ends up happening was, because I have my highlight tape pin tweeted, uh, which I am making a new one soon, um, but I have my highlight tape pin tweeted. So what ended up happening was I went from 200 followers to over a thousand, which is baby numbers to a lot of people, but it's a, it's a, it's a fucking big ass jump. Um, so my numbers just keep popping every day. Like I had to turn off my, my Twitter notifications are turned off now because I have now reached the position where every time I open Twitter, the bell, the bell is always red. Um, it's not a lot, but it's just always, um, it's never a day or a time that I open Twitter and I don't have at least a one next to that bell. Um, so what happens is people saw my highlight tape and a couple of my videos, and then it was like, oh, he's entertaining. We really like him. He's a cool guy. And then it was, oh, shit, he's a, he, and he's actually good at this wrestling thing, too. We just liked him because we liked him. We're wrestling fans, and, oh, he's actually, like, good at it, too. I'm like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, so that's how that ended up happening. You know, just used, used the tools that I know best. Now we're gonna wait on that, but let's go into this one of our last spots. Uh let's get it. Rocker Stone Coat. Oh wow. Uh Stone Cold. Mm. Stone Cold, two weeks in a row. We out. Well, three guests in a row, I should say Stone Cold has been picked. So yeah, yeah. no issue. Yeah. Still keep this since no one picked the rock. So you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's not (laughs) that's not even up no more. Um, (laughs) Right. About so you know, this man tell me he's the funniest person I know. Uh you're not gonna go into the whole story on that, but uh, I'm gonna put him on the spot. Boy, we do uh the put yourself over moment. So Andino. Yes. Uh, Not the big screen. <laughs> what uh-huh. comes after what I'm going to say is to put yourself over a moment. That's where you let us know your social media, any ways that people can support you. Tell them mm. about the heavies, t-shirts, um, mm-hmm. anything that you got to come up. We ask you to put yourself over. But before that, mm-hmm. you're on the spot, bro. <laughs> make make the people laugh. You the fun. Oh, make the make, people laugh. <laughs> make the people laugh. Oh my god. 
Oh my god, that's ridiculous. <laughs> no, matter of fact, my bad. Don't make the people laugh. Okay, make, make me laugh. Make you laugh. Mm. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Oh shit! Huh? Set yourself up for this. You're right. Um, look, listen. Okay, I'm not (laughs) Ti. Like, all right. Um, oh man, ah, that is insane. Um, let me think of what I think is a funny story that you don't know. Um, there I was. He started. No, yeah. I'm I'm, gonna get you with. I'm gonna get you with something. Um. Mm. Whew. Trying to think, because we talked plenty, so I feel like you you didn't heard a, a bunch. Uh, get get the people a funny story. Okay. Um, I won't lie to you. I probably was gonna try my hardest not to laugh, so it's gonna be all bad. So, um, yeah. All let's, right. Let's get some funny um, for the people. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, okay. No, this is actually a good one. Um. I'll tell you about the time that I that I um that I um became a murderer. Um yeah. Um, <laughs> um wait, see, see wait, are you going to jail? Or I mean this No, no, not at all. Okay. No, not okay. at all. <laughs> see, okay. but look, but you laughed already. I, I succeeded. You. you already laughed. Uh, it's about it's about the delivery. Um so I was driving from my at the time girlfriend's house very angry after an argument. You know what? I'm gonna put you on Twitter live so they can hear this. Let's do it. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm just gonna set the book so they can be prepared for this. You you're gonna love this. Let me know when I can go. <laughs> what up, Twitter? You know, Friday we got Andino Christopher Andino coming. He says he's the funniest person that I know. <laughs> So he's going to tell me a story, and we're going to see if I laugh or not. You can check his full spotlight on Friday on We Love Wrestling. We love. It's back on you, Andino. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, you're laughing because of me. Um, see? It's semantics. Um, Look. So there I was, driving my car, furious from uh my then girlfriend's home and i was driving and i was driving like every dude does when they're angry um i get to the highway and i see a dog coming off this off the medium and it to me it happened in slow motion i try to slow down the car there's a car riding my ass I'm honking my horn. The dog keeps walking forward. I hit the dog. Wait, wait, wait. You, you, you. So here's here were my options. There was a man to my left. There was a lady to, in my rear. I hit the brakes too hard, getting rear-ended. I try to scoot to the left. I'm probably going to cause a huge mass like NASCAR style uh, situation that way so it was my expenses or this fucking dog fido had to get got yo yo let's move on i don't want to do <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to do <laughs> i don't know but you're laughing you're laughing i win i win 
Cause you, I win. You's a sick dude. I hit the shit out of Fido. I hit this. Listen, like it was over for Fido. It was over. It was over. And this dog, like, so it, I fucked that dog up. I fucked that dog up. Like honestly, it's the beginning of my villain origin story. Because, like, you know, once you get your first taste of blood, you, you, you nothing, nothing is impossible. Um, all of my worst heel shit has happened post murdering that fucking dog. Um, yeah, so who, whoever's the dickhead who let their dog somehow get to the whole ass highway, I would like to thank you for uh, leading me into some of my best um, <laughs> work in professional wrestling. <laughs> oh, uh, listen, listen. Let's move past that. That, that dog, that that fucking dog, it cost me five hundred dollars because it fucked my front up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want that. <laughs> this is nobody, your fault. Nobody said anybody. I didn't. I didn't know that was gonna be the story. I did not. This know. is your fault. This is uh, your fault. Did you want me to tell the four joint story? What you got? Come on, let's go. Have you not heard that one? I have no idea what you're talking about. You've never heard the four joint story. No. So, me and a friend <laughs> were lit as hell, and we stumbled into the conversation of how desperate would you have to be to do pornography? My answer is not that desperate. I said, whatever my circumstance is, if I get put in a position that behooves me, I'd do it. And he jokes about creating our own uh, adult film com- uh, company. And I said, I we we start acting like we really gonna create it. We start like mapping out all these like all these possible things. And I said, we gotta be different. We're not just gonna record fucking. No, no, no. Here's what here's what I said, here's what we'll do. We we gotta go off the wall. Here's an option, right? I said, I, I got it now. I'll take the reins on this one, right? We'll set the scene up, we'll be in a room, put the bed literally in the middle of the room, uh like uh, an interior designer's worst nightmare of a bedroom, right? So put me right in the center. I wake up. It's just this big white room. It looks like a padded room, even. All you start hearing is all these ridiculous wet noises, right? All these ridiculous wet noises, right? Listen, listen. It, the camera's still on me, right? I'm waking up. I'm just like, I sit up. I'm like, oh, where am I, right? Are you here? Just all these ridiculous water noises, right? Just, right? There's four Jones in all four of these corners of this room, right? And I'm talking like they're like laid on their back, like feet planted, and they're just going like guitar hero crazy down there, right? They're fucking the bean flicking. You know what I'm saying? It's you could tell they've been at it for like three to four minutes, right? They and the thing about these four particular women, they are unrealistic squirters. Right, like those like fire hydrant joints where it's like that's gotta be piss, right? I'm like they just <laughs> like the floor is a mess. It's probably in everyone's best interest if there's like a drain in the room, right? And they're just going crazy. I then proceed to get out of bed. I'm already butt ass naked, right? I then proceed to take my turn with each of these women not having sex with any of them. I am just eating them out, helping them proceed to fucking just, just whatever, right? I all, I 
like a GTA game, fucking spawn a massive vase, right? Just like this big, goofy cartoon vase. And with all four of these women in these efforts, I fill this ridiculous vase. I then take my butt naked ass to this kitchen with this massive full of squirt water vase. I pull out a regular size cereal bowl. I pull out a regular thing of cereal. I pull out a ridiculously big cartoon spoon. <laughs> I pour the cereal first because I was raised correctly. <laughs> as I tell this absurd story, because I was raised correctly. I'm also staring the camera dead center, right? Like I don't break like my sight with the camera, right? So I'm just like this. And I pull out the fucking vase and the spoon and I'm just dropping it, right? And it's like way too much. So like the fucking cereal's probably not even like still in the bowl. Everything's getting everywhere and I'm still spilling and I just take the spoon, get about three or four of them jumps in there until the vase is completely empty. I take one more. I look the camera right in the face, right? And this is the finish. And I just sit, just ah, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Now hold the hill on. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. What are you? You're pouring that into the cereal. Yes. Like, yes. All right. Uh, yes. Uh, so if you, if if there are four women out there <laughs> who think that they can complete this task, I would dare to try it. Uh, I would just need to know your rates, and we could go from there. Not like this. Not like uh, that. Nah, probably not. Nah, probably Let's go not. to the put yourself over moment because this <laughs> I got to get him out of here. This is your fault. You're right. I said this is your fault. I said make we, me laugh, but you can't. But you laughed though. But you laughed though. I, I mean, you laughed multiple times. It's um it's mostly like I'm about to get canceled laugh, but um nah we listen, good. you have the power to edit. Oh, this was live though. Fantastic. <laughs> you feel me? So they Fuck can yeah. watch. You can watch Fuck this live yeah. on the Twitter line timeline. Ooh, if you let's fucking go. Uh, but before I cut y'all off on Twitter, I'm gonna let him put his stuff over with. Mm. Put itself over. You know that's where you give us your social mm. media, any ways they can support you, t-shirts, uh, things you got coming up, anything you just want the people to know. We just want you to put yourself over. At studio underscore Andino on all my socials. Uh, on Instagram, Andino is spelled with a one because my original account got fucking hacked. Uh, excuse me. Um, I have, I just put it up to, on the 23rd, I am in Delaware for championship wrestling in Delaware. On the 30th, I am at Naptown in May. I'm forgetting the dates, but I am at SWA. In Pennsylvania, I am at. Uh, this is your job. Um, well, I'm somewhere else. In May. I'm in EWA in Maryland in in May as well. Um, I know there's others, but they haven't been announced. So, um, yeah, I'm at HWF in in I I think HWF is in one of the Virginias, West or something, Virginia. I could be wrong, but HWF in May as well. Um, buy all my shirts at What a Maneuver. 
Yes, it's still at Water Maneuver. If you want it off Water Maneuver, guess what? That costs money. So if you buy my shit from Water Maneuver, you can get what you want. So if you want my shit off Water Maneuver that bad, buy my shit on Water Maneuver. So yeah, uh, you can also get eel shirt at Water Maneuver. I'm going to plug my boy. Uh, if you want eel shit off Water Maneuver bad enough, guess what the fuck you could do? You can fund it, okay? Making stores and other websites cost money, all right? So if you want it off of Water Maneuver so bad because they bought a fucking toaster, guess what you can do? Fucking buy it. Uh, the new heavies just dropped. Uh, the next heavies merch is also going to drop heavies. on Water Maneuver as well. Um, uh, yeah, um, what else? Hey, like he said, you know, if you want the We Love Wrestling shirt, it's on PWTs. I don't really say nothing about it, but they gave us a free store when we started, um, and the store yeah. is still up. So, you know, support. Yeah, you know, hey. get off PWT. Hey. hey, yeah, if you want if you want We Love Wrestling on your preferred site, guess what? Buy the shit, and they can use some of that money to get on your little website that you care so much about. Or you can hit yeah. me up, and I can get you one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm saying you got options. I'm too lazy to uh, print my own shirts. Um, so that's why I went there. Mm. I do a lot of shit, all right? I got to be in shape for wrestling. I have a regular fucking job. Um, you know, I have sex. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, right, I'm, not right, a, I'm, right. I'm not a I'm not a father, all but right. I'm practically a father. All right. So, like, all you know right. what I'm saying? I take care of people. I take care of my grandma practically. All right, I do shit. All right, so guess what? I don't have the time to print shirts and then give them, send them to you via the USPS and all that stuff. Like, no, buy the shit on what a maneuver and everybody wins. Why did you even have to say you have sex? I mean, I would hope. Wait, I'm not going there, but yeah, because people that don't can't comprehend the. <clears throat> The trials, tribulations, and effort that you have to go through to actually go and have sex. You know, you have to court a woman. You have to court a woman. You have to make her like you. You have to make her comfortable. People act like having sex is just two people don't just stare at each other. Okay. Mm. All right. So, guess what, people? That it costs to be the boss, and I like being in charge. So, I work hey. hard. Like like we used to say back in the day, don't don't jump, don't cheat her, don't cheat her at all. You know what I'm saying? Make no, sure no. you uh do your whole thing when you. I give my best effort in everything that requires me to breathe. Talk talk your shit. Okay. Okay. That's why women call me back. People should learn something about that. All right. Touch now. some touch some grass. Now, we here on the Twitter, and you know the last one of the last questions I always ask before we go. Yes. If we can make three matches happen with indie talent, mm -hmm. give me three people you would want to face. Three mm -hmm. people you want to beat their ass because I don't see you knock people into trunks of cars. Yeah, I mean you, you just did some outrageous stuff. So three people. I allegedly kidnapped somebody, according to the internet. We we ain't you didn't murder the dog. You kidnapped. Yeah, we, let's move past. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three people. My lawyer good, so it's cool. Um. <laughs> Um, <laughs> hey, listen, man. I beat it, so you can't. I can talk about it. <laughs> like, talk I can talk about it. I beat it. It's over. You got eight people watching right now. I don't know what they, who they are, but you got three, three independent people watching this three. live preview that drops on Friday on twelve on the YouTube. Three people that I can slash we L U V wrestling. Get subscribed. Um, three people. Let's go. 
I want to wrestle them just because of how they talk. It ain't got nothing to do with like whether or not I think they're good or bad. It's <laughs> I'm not gonna say either. It's just more of like y'all talk. So like you got to prove it to me. Um, Robert Martyr. No. Uh, Wow. Yes. Oh. Yes. I love Robert. Okay. But Robert talk like he not five foot seven. Um <laughs> so listen and don't get me wrong, he knows how to be five foot seven and good. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't That's get true. me confused. Robert is Robert's fucking good. Um, I work the shit out of Robert. Uh, <laughs> uh that's that. Um, who else? Um I'll I'll throw out a Hail Mary just because like it's a shot in the dark and it'll probably never happen. Um, but it's fun for me. Um front man. Ja, uh, ja. Yeah, yeah. Um I would like to talk shit to someone who can talk like that. Um I don't get a lot of opportunities to talk shit with people that can talk shit back good. So cause a lot of times I feel like I'm fucking promoting all by myself because these motherfuckers can't fucking talk for shit. They're not good promos to save their life. Mm. Um, mm. Ja can actually fucking talk. Uh, I think the match will be good. Don't get me twisted, but I just want to talk shit with him. I want to see if he could talk shit with someone who could talk shit to him back because every time I see him, you know, talking his talking his talk to people, it's, it seems like he's in the same situation as me, except on a higher level. I'll give him that. But he's the Black Wrestlers Matters champion. Yeah, and it seems like it seems like a lot of people he be talking that talk to can't talk that talk good. So I want to see what happens when that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third and the last, because uh, I got a bone to pick, um, Carly Bravo. I want one on one. Yeah, um, because you know, I feel like we're similar in a lot of regards. Um, we're both shit talking, light skinned military men but we're different kinds in the same vein. You know, Uh, I had the conversation in the car. He's Chris Brown. I'm Bobby Brown. Take that how you will. I, I, he's, he'll, he'll dye his hair. He's Cisco. Um, I'll just cut my hair and do crack. Um, (laughs) we both, we both do the R and B really good and we both dance really good, but you know, he does love songs. I do fucking songs. You know what mm. I mean? That's mm. what I mean. Not Chris Brown as in he hits women and he's a domestic abuser. No, not like that. Or Bobby Brown, who probably also is a domestic abuser and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean the style. They're they're the same. They do the same things, but they did them differently. Mm. And I feel like that contrast, but still similarity would be very entertaining. Because those couple of minutes that we had together in that scramble match, it was very, very over. So I'm like, imagine if we did that for 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 minutes. So yeah, Carly. You, you saying you can go on 60 man Iron Man Iron Man Max? Uh you you know people that can give you that answer. What's up, Sierra? <laughs> you opened that. You I, didn't have to open that door. I was talking You could have just left it there. I was sure. talking about wrestling though. I everything that I breathe about. That requires my effort. I give my best effort. This motherfucker said, "What up, C? What up, sis? You, I, I, I'm sorry. I did not tell him to do that. He did that on his own volition. That has nothing to do with me. Um, you done messed me up, Andino. See, I'm good. I'm good like that. See, are you? All right, I got you. I got you, Ben. Uh, 
Andrade or Sammy Guevara? Andrade. Okay. Fast. I love El Idolo. Uh, I was a fan of him when he was La Sombra. Come on now. That was easy. Uh, would you? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you. Nah, that. throw it, throw it. I'm gonna ask it. you that face to face at that town all pro. Okay, okay. Uh, so if y'all don't know Studio Andino, and I'm still here on Twitter and YouTube, I see some people watching. Y'all should know him. You about to see him do like this. Thank you. I'm trying my best to. Yeah, I got a lot of people believing in me, and I'm trying to prove them right. Send the emails. I am. Okay. <laughs> I <Yeah>. am. <laughs> <laughs> If y'all don't know, book this man. Get him to your area. He's going to talk that stuff. He told you two funny stories. You get the full spotlight on Friday, 12 p.m. on the YouTube and on podcast platforms. I'm going to get off of this Twitter right here. Before we get off of Twitter, Andino, one uh, one, one, one thing you want to say to the people who are watching to tell them to get ready for Friday and know about you. Don't Touch me so fast when you see me in person. Nick. Yeah, no, no. Um, respect, respect boundaries. Um, act like you have home training. Um, I'm a very friendly person. I'm a very nice person. Um, and I try to be to all people. I treat you have to earn me disliking you. Um, so just, you know, just act act like you've been somewhere. Wrestling fans sometimes they're very their behavior is very harassment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, um, I feel like that's a message that needs to be preached a little more. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna take my opportunity and tell you, hey, don't run up on me. I'm not, I'm not. Uh-huh. No, you might get hit in the face. So yeah, don't run up on me. That's not a threat. That's just my instinct. Don't run up on me. Um, please, politely, just hey, Andino, I'm so and so. You don't even have to introduce me by your little uh, social media handle. You give me a name, I'll just be a pleasure to meet you. Talk, I'll I'll stop what I'm doing and talk to you. I don't I don't vacate premises immediately. I sit around and talk to people like I, I engage with people like, you know, you paid your money. I'm going to you you paid to be a part of this wrestling thing. I'm going to give you your money. A lot of guys don't do that. So all I ask in return is treat me like a human. <laughs> so, yeah, my pet, my pet is yeah. about to come out before we leave. Um, when you when you, shake, when you shake people hand, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, do you give like funny looks or anything? What do you mean by that? Like when like, you shake people's hand, are you friendly or do they have to watch for your facial expressions in case anything? No, 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 no. Um, if you stink, um, I might have a funny face because I just registered your stench. But um, otherwise, I, I, I have a don't be alarmed by my resting bitch face is what I would tell people. Eighty percent. I, apparently, I have a I have an uninviting resting bitch face, and I just want to say that no, I'm pro ninety percent of the time I'm probably in a tremendously good mood. So yeah, it's all Don't, good. I, I just I just dap you. What's up? All love. How are you? It's all good. Like he said, come up. I dap you up. Don't worry about my faces and everything. Uh, yeah. I just look the way I look. If you think you have a problem, just talk to me. We can settle that. Yeah, Um, don't wait till we get on Twitter spaces to tell me that you have a problem. Worldwide star boys. Yo, um, so 
<laughs> and Dino, thank you for giving us this time. I'm not doing that with you right now. Um, <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. Just God, just be adults. Uh, okay. Friday, Friday, 12 noon. Mm. He, he almost got me. Um, mm. Check out this spotlight with Andino. It'll be up on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Andino, thank you for giving us this time. You just and got like, it. You what you feeling right now? That that temperature rising? That's that. That's what it is. That's what they talk about. You, there it is. See. Like I always say, if I if I love wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling. It's too sweet for the coaching.